When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Wild and Akiva need a podcast. And they need your help. Can you make it onto the wheel? Wild and Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, they'll find themselves. Your ideas, they'll talk about it till you've got it, you'll feel. Every weekend, you better attend. You can guess what will be coming up next. Wild and Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, that's right. Robin Akiva need a podcast number 156. And today, the season three episode of Fishbowl is back as we are talking about season three, episode seven of The Sopranos. And now here's a man who woke up this morning and got himself a gun. It's Akiva Winokur. Akiva, how are you? Oh, imagine if I walked around with a gun, like how many times I'd shoot myself by accident. Yeah, well, I, I, w- would you disclose if you were packing on this podcast? I would disclose it. You'd know, like, uh, I, I'd plasco my, uh, burrows myself like twice a week, I feel like. <laughs> Do you think that you would lay down during the podcast and maybe <laughs> accidentally shoot yourself? I'd fall asleep. I mean, I do it to my glasses, which are very, you know, like important to me. Like, I'd fall asleep on my gun twice a week, and then who knows what happens after that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we are very excited to talk about The Sopranos coming off of the dad joke off. We had a lot of fun over last weekend listening to dad jokes. But now we have to get down to serious talk because uh, a woman who is no fan of dad jokes is here to talk about something that she is passionate about. To talk about season three, episode seven of The Sopranos, making her third week in a row on the podcast. It's Nicole Sestronino. Nicole, how are you? Is it my third week? I think you were mistaken. Is it? Well, okay. You were on for the variety pack. Okay. I don't know and what then, that is. And then we called you during the mailbag. Okay. And here you are again. And Akiva, I believe this is oh, history right. yeah. that no person I think has ever been on three episodes in a row. Well, besides that, we than me. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, wow, Nicole is in the history books. What does she get for her third appearance on Renap? Nicole, you know, if you get five in a row, we send a hat. I know you'd want to wear a Renap hat around town. I definitely won't. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could make the hat. <laughs> Nicole is very Maybe. crafty. I am crafty. Oh, yes. yeah. Would you, make, would you make the hat for us? We have an argument over... Because there's like IP issues with with our hat, so we had we have, we got to send them to. We need Puya a design. And Can you help us make, we need uh, a, make design. a design for five timers? I, 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 I maybe maybe okay maybe all right. We are talking about season three, episode seven of The Sopranos. It's an episode called Second Opinion. We're going to be uh, talking about that. Ironically, uh, this is your third uh, in a row. <laughs> yes, for second opinion. Mm-hmm. So we will talk. She's about giving us that. a second opinion, like her second opinion of the show. 
It yeah, didn't go well two weeks ago. You'll have a second maybe. opinion on Renette. Yeah, it needed a mm-hmm. second opinion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, original air date, April 8th, 2001. Do you know how many times I've seen this episode? Four. Oh, no. How many? I, I would say at least seven. At least yeah. seven. <laughs> how about that, Akiva? Well, you know what? The Sopranos used to be on TBS. Remember? I do not. Or TNT. I don't know. One of those shows. With the Sopranos Probably on TNT. TBS or I, TNT, I, I, they I, know drama. I actually believe the Sopranos were on A and E. Was it A and E? I don't know. There was commercials at one point. Yeah, I, I think of, of those three. What do you think, Akiva? It could have been both. They could have both had the rights. I remember A and E. I don't think the Sopranos were ever on minute. TBS. <laughs> This does not seem very on brand yeah, DBS, for TBS. TBS is very funny. TNT, we know drama. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And okay. basketball. They had um, to um, clean up the Bada Bing episodes. Yeah. I mean, the headlines that I'm seeing uh, is from 2005, A&E caps spree with Sopranos for pricey sum. A&E buys Sopranos for syndication. So did the Sopranos ever air on TBS? Uh, it's possible, but I don't see, I don't see mm, that. Yeah. Well, just look at their money's worth, A and E. I think they came on right after Conan, right? Yeah. At eleven, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. or twelve? Do you think they got? Do you think they got their money's worth? Because it's such a hard show to syndicate because it's so long. This episode is fifty nine minutes. You'd really have to either make it an hour and a half or yeah. cut out. Oh, I could have like done cuts on every episode of The Sopranos. Like, uh, like, yeah. oh, where? Stop give me it. this. Take out everything with Meadow and AJ. We'll fit in the commercials. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> They're not in. They're not in that much of this episode, but I hear what you're saying. They're mm-hmm. annoying at times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna talk about the Sopranos. Akiva, could you mm-hmm. give us your uh, backstory with the Sopranos? Absolutely. Uh, I watched every episode while it aired. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show started in 1999, so I would have been in high school, and uh, I watched the show while it aired. I I don't remember how I caught up. Because I went abroad for two years. I don't remember how I caught up, but I know I did. Like, I didn't miss any episodes. But mm-hmm. it, it was hard back then until I catch up on stuff. I Maybe they had DVDs by, like, season five, like 2003. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And I watched the DVDs, but I have no recollection of how I caught up. Yeah, uh, maybe they I was had a marathon on HBO or something. Or TNT. Or TNT. <laughs> or TNT. Yeah. I probably watched it on TNT. And I was like, oh, I don't remember. What's this bada bing? I've never even seen it. Mm-hmm. it yeah. A, so... Um, yeah, I remember watching the finale live. No spoilers for the people who are going to go back and binge mm-hmm. it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I watched I watched the whole series as it aired and then have not touched any Sopranos content since. Yeah, that's a sad story. Akiva, now, have you seen the Sopranos prequel film, The Many Saints of Newark, uh, that recently came out? I haven't. You know, you both didn't like it, and I was, you know, I, I feel like I don't well, need to see it. You don't, yeah, you don't. I, I, I think that it doesn't hurt to look at it. Nicole really hated it. It hurt my feelings. It insulted. And you'll me. never watch it again, Nicole. Right? I'll probably watch it two more times. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, can I ask Nicole a question? You can ask her whatever about, you want about the show. Yeah, because she really likes the show. It's her. Fa- it seems like it's her favorite show of all time. When you watch the show, who do you like view the show through the eyes of? Who do you identify with? Um, I, I identify with Tony a lot. Um, mm-hmm. No, I, I I love Tony. I love Tony Soprano. I love the gangsters. I love the the crazy. Yeah, Akiva, do you think there's people that watch the Sopranos and root for the FBI? No, I don't mean the FBI. I just mean like, do you, I was basically like, who's your favorite character? Or mm-hmm. uh, you know, she mentioned she really likes Christopher. 
you know, or people, I don't know, maybe, maybe someone could say uh, Carmela. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I feel like but, when uh, I watch the show, I see so much of like my own crazy family, and my, obviously my parents weren't gangsters, but like a lot of the dynamics are very similar to how I grew up. Like we had the same like the, the same uh, like cups and silverware and plates and stuff. And like, you feel like you're watching home movies. I am a little bit. Like my grandmother was Livia Soprano. Yeah. I feel like the Sopranos might have been in a different tax bracket than your family. Oh, a way different tax bracket, but the craziness was the same bracket. Well, it okay. might have been the same tax bracket. I don't know how much tax. Yeah, what are they reporting? Tax. What are they reporting? Yeah, well, it's funny because I view them a little bit as aliens. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know anybody like Tony or or anybody um, like Livia or or Uncle Junior. So to me, it's like you know Game of Thrones almost. It's not like oh, I recognize myself in these people. Uh, so my favorite parts are like when like the whole family gets together and everybody's there. Like I really feel like I go back to like my own family parties. Okay. Rob, you feel that way too? Uh, not really. Uh, that was not <laughs> the appeal of the show for me that I felt like I was watching my family when I watched the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You it, feel like it was a representation to you, like Italians? I mean, that was not necessarily like uh, the appeal for me in watching the show. Uh, I can't speak for Nicole. Well, I mean, okay. my family was a little different than his. Like, I, I would go places and all of a sudden, like, men in, you know, really nice black suits would walk in. So the men uh, in black, you know, yeah, they're kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not yeah. quite Will Smith, though. Yes. OK. Yeah. So you don't know if there's any alien activity. There was some crazy activity for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Season three, episode seven of The Sopranos, just to set up the plot line here uh, that I guess the A story here in this episode is that Uncle Junior is undergoing treatment for cancer. And he has a doctor, and the doctor's name is John F. Kennedy. And it seems as though uh, that Junior's procedure was botched. Is that is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, it's pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, Akiva, I feel like that Junior has a, a different opinion on the surgeon uh, than, like, uh, might actually be, uh, like, I, I don't know if the stats back up Junior's opinion of this guy. Right, Junior loves him because his name is John Kennedy, and he's, I guess, a huge JFK guy for some weird boomery reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that they missed some of there's still some malignant cells. Nicole, our medical expert, stop me if I'm saying anything incorrect. And mm-hmm. so then there is a little bit of a difference of opinion on how to proceed with Junior's uh, treatment. That's kind of the A story. Tony ends up getting involved with that, uh, and then the B story has to do with Carmela. And uh, she is seeing uh, Dr. Melfi with Tony. And ultimately, uh, she is going through a very hard time in the marriage. And uh, she wants $50,000 to donate to Columbia. Is that, is that where Meadow is going to school, mm-hmm. Akiva? Yeah. Uh, she wants $50,000 uh, to give to the school. Tony feels like it's a shakedown. He won't give it to her. Uh, and uh, Ironically enough, he does that all the time, though. He what, he says no to yeah, Carmela. He does the shake. He, shakes, he does the shaking <laughs> yes, down. He, he says in the episode, "I know about extortion." Uh, and yeah. then so uh, I'll say with the Columbia thing. Yeah, I, I feel like now, like the dean of the college wouldn't meet you for less than five hundred grand. Like they're not even doing a lunch for fifty grand. Uh, well, they won't be coming. Well, out. No inflation, <laughs> Akiva. Yeah, it's true. College yeah. inflation has really gone up. College inflation for sure. Uh, and then there's also a C storyline that's going on with uh, Christopher. And uh, he's having some issues with a superior, 
Polly Walnuts uh, that is uh, doing some hazing of Christopher. It's a great dynamic. Paulie and Christopher is like a, is a great dynamic. Yeah. Christopher has just became like a made man. What like last episode? Like very very recently, right? Very Nicole? recently, mm-hmm. Nicole. How when in season three does Christopher become made? Oh, I don't know what episode it is. That's okay. not the kind of memory I have. Okay, that's not that is not what Nicole is here to do. Yes. Provide Sopranos trivia. But Paulie's wings were on point. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's where we're at in season in 2001's uh, season three of The Sopranos, uh, uh, sort of like big picture stuff. Ralphie Cifaretto is sort of like the main bad guy here in uh, season three. There's a lot of stuff going on with him. He's really not in this episode. He gets uh, mentioned. Yeah, he comes in and uh, acts crazy. And like, I think it's like the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's basically all, all of the episodes. Um, now, he was one of your favorites. I mean, I think he was a really great character yeah, on the show. You loved how he was obsessed with Gladiator. Uh, I did. I mean, I thought that was very funny. <laughs> yes. That that was like his his thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the act Joey Pants, uh, that actor, I mean, uh, Akiva, he was huge in 2001. Yeah. What's he up to now? I'm not sure. I probably could find him on Cameo. Uh, maybe, maybe let's look at some Sopranos cameo Ooh, for, yeah, that would uh, be a good for cameo. Nicole. Uh, and so, but he was in the Matrix movies. He ended up getting a show on uh, CBS that like his own like starring Did show. Did last long? No. Yeah, I feel like it was like one season. No. Okay. Um, now I mentioned Christopher, of course. Uh, Christopher's uh, fiance is Adriana, who is Nicole's favorite character on the show. Uh, not the first time we're talking about Drea Di Matteo on the podcast because we also talked about. Uh, was it? Did we do season three, episode seven, or uh, was it just? No, there a, was no season three. Oh, we we just watched Joey. Yeah, we watched uh, two episodes of spin-offs. Joey. We're yeah. watching spinoffs. Yeah, Nicole, did you uh, did you uh, follow Drea Di Matteo onto Joey? I, I watched some of it. I can't say that I was like an avid wa- uh, follower of the show. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there are Sopranos uh, characters on <laughs> on the cameo. Okay, uh, Nicole. Um, there is one. I can tell you there is uh, the most expensive. Well, uh, other than Drea Di Matteo, who I did get a cameo for Nicole for her birthday for last her year. Birthday. Yes, she is the most expensive. Has her price? Have her prices gone? And I will say her price. Her price has gone up <laughs> since then. Okay. What is it now? Uh, that it is. She is now at three fifty oh, wow. for a cameo okay. from Adriana. Did she? Did she put any effort into it? Yeah, she, she, she did. Do a good job? Okay. She did a really good job. She did a good job. And okay. then, and then she tweeted me. Yeah. Oh okay. wow. That's yeah. Funny. All right. So let me let me sort of try to narrow this down a little bit. Okay. Joey Pants, the aforementioned Joey Pants, he is the third highest person on cameo, and he is at one hundred ninety eight dollars. My question oh, for you, Nicole, mm-hmm. who is the second most expensive Sopranos cameo at $229? Uh, Steve Shirolupa. <laughs> no, Steve Shirolupa. <laughs> good guess. Steve Shirolupa is not on cameo. Uh, Polly Walnuts. No. I'd say Michael Imperioli, but I don't think he would be on cameo. No, I- I'll give you a hint. Yeah. He's a made guy. He's a made guy. Well, like, that's a lot of guys. Um, Vito. It is Vito. <laughs> it is Vito. $229 to get a cameo from Vito. So he's less than Joey Pants. He is uh, he's real more. He's, he's more. second. Get, that, get out of here. He's $229 and Ralphie is $198. It. 
yeah, that's a ripoff. And then I think after that is uh, you can get Johnny Sack for $125. <laughs> How much get- is Ginny Sack? Ginny Sack, I do not believe, is on the cameo. Okay. Can we get yeah. Vito to say, I love you, Johnny Cakes? I bet he has to say that every time. Um, I don't know. Do people want him to say, I love you, Johnny Cakes? If your name isn't Johnny Cakes, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's the, the cameos of the Sopranos. Do you know that Johnny Cakes died? Uh, no, I did not yeah, know. The, okay. In real life. All right. Oh, my God. All right. So. Downer. Yeah, Nicole brought the whole podcast <laughs> down. Uh, this podcast is I'm from so April of 2001. Akiva, do you remember where you were in April of 2001? Well, I would have been a senior in high school. Probably like Passover. It's probably like right about Passover, mm-hmm. April 8th, 2001. Yeah. Uh, you know, my parents are about to have a baby. My sister, who's in college now. And then um, I, that's about that's yeah. what I remember gonna go off to school i wasn't really living at home yeah, after so that passover started uh, april 7th uh, 2001 oh, yeah, good call yeah so i probably <laughs> didn't it. even watch this live nailed it i didn't um, even watch it live yeah and and they did not include anything about passover in this episode of the Sopranos. crazy crazy yeah the no hash or anything no ha- yeah. hash wasn't even in the episode well hash was probably at Wild. Passover. oh maybe yeah. he, he, probably at Passover. Guys. he might have been at temple yeah. in the episode uh, where was I in April of uh, 2001? I think I was just working in in, in the office. Mm-hmm. That's it. Nothing exciting. I was probably in the woods getting drunk. Yeah, <laughs> you were probably <laughs> the in the woods. woods getting drunk in 2001. No, I was 21, so I was probably at a at a bar. Yeah, yeah. and what what is wrong with you? <laughs> the woods were fun. So, uh, yeah. Th- yeah, when you're 19 to 20, you go to the woods. Yeah, don't get then... Nicole started on any of her stories about uh, drinking in the woods. It's, they're not happy <laughs> well, stories. No, they're great stories. They're not happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that happens. That's There's a good, great example of that in this episode where right, Christopher is talking to Adriana. Yes. And they're like yeah. telling each other like stories about their past, like a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. And then Christopher tells you know his story. And then he's like, who's the biggest celebrity you've ever been with? Yeah. She goes into a pen and teller story and well, then like they're about to have a fist fight. Well, well, I mean, come on. Well, here, let me just we'll <laughs> set the set the, that up. So Christopher asks her, you know, they're they're hanging out and Christopher asks her, you know, who's the most uh famous person that you've been with? And he says, like, don't say so and so because nobody knows who he is outside of New Jersey. Jersey. Only if he was in New Jersey. And she tells the story about how Penn and Teller came to Atlantic City, I think. Uh, and she ended up performing an act on Penn and Teller. What act was that? She, did, she did a magic trick. She made something disappear. <laughs> she made something pop out. Pop out? Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was Penn or Teller, well, though. I don't remember what's the popping, What's popping out? Um. <laughs> I'm not following where we... <laughs> well, Robert. Yes? Sometimes things when... You're saying... You, you, a, yes. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. Yes. Okay. Um, she pulled a rabbit out of that, but yeah. I, wait, I, why did she, why did he assume that she's been with celebrities? Also, like they live in the middle of nowhere, in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. What's like the assumption? Who is the most famous person? Like implying like there have been many celebrities because she, she like lives in Hollywood, concerts and stuff like she that. Did, but, she did. And that's uh, what happens bang, at concerts. Yeah. Well, it depends what concerts you're going. Yes. To. She did bang that guy that she was trying to get the record deal. Hmm. Well, just let, let's uh, go another back another episode. Yeah, let's go back to Penn Gillette. 
who uh celebrity mm-hmm. apprentice uh two-time uh cast member do you think he was like super happy like when she said that he she gave him a blowjob yeah <laughs> okay nicole <laughs> um i i would say yes right i bet that is like the probably the highlight of his career I would think so. Um, I do believe that uh, Penn is a uh, noted... uh, Ladies man? uh, Yeah, I'll say that. Is that that fair to say? Is he married? I do not believe so. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, one of those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I've heard heard interviews with him, and he talks about a lot of his escapades. So this was a very believable celebrity. Yeah. See what money does. Yeah. But Akiva, wouldn't it have been much funnier if it was Teller? Yeah, he's the one who doesn't speak, right? Yes. That would be much funnier. And she's like, hey, yeah, he and was, it's also a funny he was, story. Yeah, I heard him that night. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Christopher got mad. Because it was in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So if it was like in an <laughs> honest in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he was like, he, uh, he seemed like he was like going to choke her. He was like really, he was like really mad. Wouldn't have been they the were first about time. to have a real ugly fight. Yeah, yeah. like Paulie Walnuts might have saved her life that mm-hmm. night. Yeah, at least like saved us from some, you know, some serious some issues. DV. Yeah. Some real DV yeah. Yeah, would have happened, I think. Yeah. Um, so, Akiva, in this episode, mm-hmm. we see that uh, that uh, Tony and Carmela have been visiting uh, Dr. Melfi together. Although, uh, that yeah. I, I don't believe that in, the, in this actual episode, uh, they were at the office together, but that had been something that was going on in here. In the previous episode. In, yeah. in, the, in the previous episode. Wait, can I ask you a question? Yes. Should we, are we being too presumptuous? I feel like we have a lot of like youth, uh, okay. young listeners. Should we explain like like briefly like some of the beats in the show? Like nobody knows who Doctor Melfi is. Nobody who's, knows who, who Doctor Melfi is. Well, like other than the people who watch the show, like they don't okay. know that she's like. Let me see. I, I'm going to hold people's hands through this. Doctor Melfi is Tony's psychiatrist. We have to explain who Tony is. Tony Soprano is a mobster. <laughs> His wife is okay. named Carmela. He goes to okay. therapy. Mm-hmm. He has problems kids? in his Mommy issues. He has problems in his work life and his home life. Work life balance. Mm-hmm. Yes, doesn't exist. They have kids. They have two kids. They have a older daughter named Meadow. They have a younger son mm-hmm. named AJ. Is he a good actor? No, AJ? no. Okay, fine. No. Um. And what is Tony's profession? How does he? How does he pay the bills in his house? You want me to answer that? Sure. <laughs> oh, he has multiple. <laughs> for the pe- for the many listeners we have who don't know the plot of The Sopranos, <laughs> I bet there's a lot. I bet there's a like, lot of people who don't they, know they the plot. They were singers, right? He, well, that's what everybody thought when they were auditioning that they were um, auditioning for a singing show. But anyway, he's a mobster that goes. Uh, he makes his legit money from uh, waste management. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, is that, is everybody on the same page now? Yes, and his mother's dead. Yeah, well, yeah, she, she just died. The actress died. who played uh, Livia Soprano had died, uh, and I think I'm not sure if they had uh, in between season two and season three, and they kind of had to do like some uh, CGI yeah. stuff uh, to like uh, work her death into the show into season three. But uh, Tony's mom was a uh, really important figure in season one and season two. Uh, I do think it's one of the issues that the show has like towards the, the end. And, and I, I've talked about this a while that uh, I don't want to get Nicole worked up, but I think that Sopranos really struggles uh, on the back half, on the back nine. Starts off like incredible. And I will say most important show 
of all time. Of course, you know, Alan Sepinwall has well documented all of it, but most important television show that was ever made. And I just think that it's a little, uh, you know, uh, you know, not tight in the back. You're not tight in the back. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Hey, look. Right, so How I'm dare bl- you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, they're just different storylines that didn't resonate with you. Uh, what, do you want to defend the, the last season of The Sopranos? <sighs> it's... No, I, 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 yes, I will defend it, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about the last season of The Sopranos. I mean, you don't have to insult me. You don't have to insult me by insulting The Sopranos. Yeah, okay. I think that David Chase says those are his favorite episodes the last season or two. F David Chase. <laughs> I, by the way, I was looking at the ratings of all the episodes. Yeah. This is probably the strongest season. The, the show's about to hit its stride, I think. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're a couple episodes away from I think what's universally considered the best episode of the series, right? Pine Barrens and there's it's pretty strong. Like even I don't this know which if Pine is a little Barrens is universally considered is. the best episode. It it, 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 it is. That it's one like, in college. Which, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, college is uh is what season 1? Season yeah. 1, episode 5. Yeah. Congratulations. There's about to be an episode called University. That confused mm-hmm. me. That's different. That's, That's a different, different episode. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so back to what I was trying to say of that mm-hmm. in, that Tony goes to therapy with Doc, with uh, Dr. Melfi and Carmela is coming along here in season three. And, and I felt like that, Akiva, do you at all feel like Dr. Melfi here right now that you have both uh, Nicole and I here in, in your office? Uh, no, not at all. I don't I don't feel like that. If anything, I'm the you know, I'm like the intruder. I don't know. I'm not I'm not trying to fix anybody's marriage or anything. Do you think if we had any problems on this episode, like, uh, do you Mm -hmm. think that that was right? What Nicole said uh, about my me? I'm happy. If you guys have any issues, I'm happy to solve them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm happy to solve them. But Mm -hmm. I don't think I don't think Nicole will hold it as canon. I'm not sure. Probably not. (laughs) Yeah, I've been married longer than you guys. I don't know if that counts. I mean, I think you guys have been together longer, but I've been married longer. If, if that's oh, what a flex. This is a competition now. Yeah. Well, not really. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean, it's not a competition. How long have you and Mara been together? Uh, we've been together um, 18 years. 18. And we've been married for. I'm so old. Mm-hmm. Been married for um, seven. Se- is that possible? You 17 be- years? So you were t- oh together for like 11 years before you got married? Was 18 it? and 17. Okay, it was a short courtship. Le- uh, oh, wow. Yeah, a year plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, I think we might be right around the, like, you know, this isn't a relationship measuring contest. I think we might be right <laughs> around the same the, the same just, time. That in terms feel of, very old. Yeah. 18 years. Mm-hmm. Even though we were teenagers when we... We were teenagers. We were kids. Yeah. Okay. So, in this episode, Junior has an infatuation with John F. Kennedy, and it's not really explored nicole do you have any theories about why junior is so into john f kennedy yeah because he had ties to the mob who did jfk is oh, it, is i it, thought it was just he thought it was a great president or like they like having a catholic yeah, president like or nicole something. i don't i don't know if you want to open up the history of the jfk <laughs> assassination no, no but, but uh, mean, like, i don't know if you might have your facts straight on that yeah, but there's lots of different types of mob people yeah. like maybe the bad guys got him not the good mm-hmm. guys you know mm-hmm. oh, yeah they all loved him Hmm. I mean, he had. Yeah, he I, might not have had illegal ties, but he had ties. Hmm. Okay. I have a few questions for the two of you yes, from please. the listener. Yes, please. Um, this is from Doctor Amanda uh, Nicole. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And she says, is there anyone you admire and respect so much that you would blindly trust the doctor with the same name? Yeah, if Nicole met uh, a doctor named James Gandolfini... Take my children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Take she would them. do whatever yeah. whatever they said. Mm-hmm. For sure, 100%. Is that the number one name, James Gandolfini? Yeah, uh, yeah. Or Tony Soprano. Yeah. Nicole, do you know I sat next to James Stop Gandolfini it. and Nick Stop came it. once? Stop it. Stop. Well, my wife sat next to his fiance. We were on the outside. Get out of here. It was, well, it was snowing, so someone at like one of the big banks, which had like on-the-court seats for the Knicks wasn't using them so they told my wife like hey if you lumber on over here in the snow uh you can have our like courtside ticket. Do you lumber so in she, <laughs> i think she was pregnant i think she was yeah. pregnant and she went out in the snow mm-hmm. um but I, I was like in school whatever she was downtown so she picked up the tickets and we and yeah so we sat next to them we were on the court like we were in the spurs huddle like when greg popovich was talking he was like talking to tim duncan and david robinson and me and james and my wife and his fiance so you, i didn't realize this did you talk to him I did not speak to him. Uh-huh. Did any of the Spurs players acknowledge uh, James That's Gandolfini? That's a good question. I don't remember. Was he like remember. massively, like this massive presence? I don't, I, I think like at Knicks games, like he probably wasn't the most famous person there. Uh-huh. I, for whatever reason, what I don't remember being like, the game was probably 2004. Mm-hmm. Like Spurs was still on. Yeah. Yeah. I, be, I don't, maybe 2005. Then. I don't remember like it being a big deal. Like I remember thinking it was cool, but I don't re- like I don't remember people going and asking for an autograph. Maybe because it's courtside, it's hard to do that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize at the time. So his fiance, they got um, they never got married, right? And it just came out. I don't know if you saw this. Like last week, that and she's not a celebrity. That she died like last year, but it was just reported last week. That she died. Um, his fiance. After his his ex fiance. Oh, because yeah, he, yeah. he got married after that. Oh, okay. Uh, and she was like, I think, still in love with him. Clearly, from the article. Mm. But for whatever reason, it wasn't reported for like a year, and then the Post just got their hands on the fact that she died, and and just posted it. Now, so they're both gone. Both uh, mm-hmm. both of our seatmates. But yeah, no, we sat well, we sat next to. That's a downer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to tell the story, and I was like, all right, well, night they were both alive. Yeah, now they're both gone. It's a less I just fun remember. Anecdote. Yeah, I remember. Think the one thing I remember is uh, the ring on her finger was much larger than the wing, ring on my wife's finger. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I was probably getting ring shame. <laughs> <laughs> did Did Mara uh, mention that why is James Gandolfini's uh, fiance have a bigger engagement ring well, than she? I did? I wouldn't notice it. I mean, she had to be the one who mentioned it. She was sitting next to her, and I didn't. I would never have noticed it. Yeah. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
In this episode, also, Tony has a run-in with the wife of Big Pussy, who, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Tony had to kill in season two. Well, had he to. was a rat. Had to. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Nicole, had it coming. Yes, uh, that uh, do we see Angie Bump and Saro more in the Sopranos after this episode? Yes, because then she takes over um, Pussy's uh, car detailing business or whatever it is. Yeah, and what was she doing? She was like shaking down uh, the Sopr- the Sopranos here she in this knew episode. What she was doing. She like followed Carmela and uh, was trying to get Carmela's attention, so Carmela would talk to Tony to get more money out of him. Hmm. Yeah. And then Akiva, she mm-hmm. uh, says she needed surgery for her dog. Yeah, he's got arthritis or, or something like that. Osteoporosis. Osteoporosis. She's lying. It was like, Tony, really, you forget, like, again, having not watched the show in so many years, you forget how violent and, like, Tony beats up a guy at the bottom bing during this episode, takes a bat to a uh, to Cadillac. a car Cadillac. multiple times. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. He's really out of control in season three. He's a gangster. Uh, he's angry. He is a gangster, but his anger management is really no, like, yeah, likes high. I mean, it, it goes with it. It it, it, it matches. Mm-hmm. But I also like he. But you can like he is like ultimately such a sociopath, Tony, because you believe, especially like if you were just watching this episode, you wouldn't know like oh Tony killed his you know his friend like it, like Tony because he's so convinced he's so convincing to Carmel like oh you know he flipped on us and he's in the witness protection program and. Arizona or New Mexico or wherever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, it's very plainly obvious. Like, he, you know, he killed him. I'm sure even Carmela knows that. And just, uh, you Nicole, know, does Carmela know that Carmella Tony knows. killed? She knows she Tony knows. kills Bill, killed she Big well, Pussy. She doesn't know that he did it, that he mm-hmm. pulled the trigger, mm-hmm. but he know she knows that he's, you know, he got whacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, he killed him. He didn't, he didn't just like, like Nicole said, he didn't just like give the green light. He physically d- did the, the old murdering here. And he's so the it's boss. Like, he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, right. But it's like out of right. It's not out of his control. And he's like so mean to, yeah. to this woman. Akiva, are you glad that in the podcast game we don't have to whack people? Like, you know, if somebody mm-hmm. if somebody crosses us, like we probably just like we, yeah. we don't we don't like have them on the show anymore. Oh, like we like like, mm-hmm. like maybe we'll like subtweet them or mm-hmm. you know, like just like uh talk about them like, you know, just like and, and people know what we're saying, but we're not like really gonna say it. But like uh it's we don't have to, similar. We don't have to go out there and like, you know, whack somebody. You just turn Who would be our like hench who would be our henchman? No, we'd have to do it. We'd have to do it. We, me and you were the murderers. Do you think that Akiva and I could kill somebody if we had to? <laughs> no. 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 You don't think I? You, you don't think so? No. You would turn yourself into the police. We, I, that Akiva, would you we turn us in? Ourselves? Hold on, hold on. I wouldn't turn Akiva, us you, in. I, I would. I, yes, you would. Akiva, you, would you? Would you? Would you, t- would you turn us in? I wouldn't turn us in, and I wouldn't flip on you if they tried to like push. You know, put. Uh, like pit the two of us I against see, each now, other. Now that tells me that you got to get whacked because you are going to tell. No, I think Akiva could keep a secret. I'll keep a secret with the best <laughs> of them. too high pitched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't think we're the right guys to do the murder. I think we have to. I think we have to find like a different person, maybe to. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say we got had Mike Bloom. Like, nobody would expect Mike Bloom to be the murderer. Like, we have him go. He'll be. He's nice. He's friendly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, think he, he would do clean it. his tracks properly, though. Mm, he wouldn't wipe the gun. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Right, let's think about it. Uh, do, do we have one? Have a like a murder correspondent? Like if anybody like uh, do you, do we want to have like a listener in our in our listener base who's uh, you know might be like able to help us out in a jam? I don't want. See, sometimes we'll do this and we'll get emails from like very specific things. Like <laughs> when we need a mailman. I think like I'm going to pass here on like getting a murderer to DM. Like yes, I will. Like don't DM me and be like, hey, what do you want to know about murders? Like it's not me, but my friend. Like. That always happens. I don't want that here. Mm-hmm. Just stay out of my, stay out of my DMs, murder. <laughs> okay. no, you're welcome to listen to the show, but like, I don't need like to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be right. complicit. Okay. All right. We got it. All right. Um, so in this episode, also uh, that somebody puts a big mouth Billy Bass. Uh, now, do you think that our younger listeners who may or may not know what the Sopranos is, do you think that our younger listeners in their early twenties know what a big mouth Billy Bass is? No, I, I, I would have almost forgot had you asked me, even though like, I mean, this shows up a bunch of times during the series, right? Yeah. A couple is, of times. the first time or yeah. the last. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Nicole was asking me, we watched the episode together last night. Was that, was that an enjoyable mm-hmm. experience for you, Nicole? Sure. Yeah. To watch the Sopranos episode? I usually watch it by myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed this episode, by the way. I don't know if I said that in uh, yeah, the very podcast. Good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, so there was it was fun to go back and watch a random episodes of The Sopranos, but uh, we were watching the Big Mouth Billy Bass, and Nicole asked me, "So did did you have a Big your Mouth dad. Billy? Uh, yeah, did your dad have a Big Mouth Billy Bass?" And I have to say, you know, honestly, I am not able to remember if he did or if it was just on The Sopranos. I know it blends. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I feel like that's something that your dad would have found hysterical. Um, I don't know if he would have. I mean, he was not a fisherman. Um, no, but neither was Tony. But um, I, I think that maybe he might have had it like because it was on The Sopranos. Yeah. My dad was a big Sopranos fan, uh, Akiva. And I, and I think that uh, he I think he liked it when like uh, Mike Francesa and Chris Russo would break down the episodes. I that forgot is, about that. Like, they, there was no, do there was no podcast Monday. then. You had to listen to Mike and the Mad Dog uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. talk about the episode. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mike and the Mad Dog—they would do a few like because they would almost never talk about something other than sports. They never did no, they any sort of guy no, they talk. Would, they would talk about movies sometimes. They talk about like the saying, Oscars. Other, yeah, yeah, other than like there was like four things that they were allowed to talk about because they would never just like go off topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was also a G-rated show, completely mm-hmm. G-rated show. Always, yeah. They would talk about movie grosses, TV ratings, the Oscars, and the Sopranos <laughs> would be like the things. Those yeah. were like the four things they were allowed. They were like, you know, allowed to supersede sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to listen to Mike and the Mad Dog do a podcast uh, about the Sopranos if you wanted to hear anything about the Sopranos. Yeah. So Big Mouth Billy Bass, I guess you can still get it, Nicole, on Walmart.com. How much for Big Mouth Billy Bass? Eleven ninety eight. Eleven ninety eight. dollars Akiva, higher or lower than eleven ninety eight. dollars I'm going to say higher. Yeah, I hard feel to like go lower than $1,988. Oh, I'm surprised it's that expensive. Mm hmm. Yeah, um, Big Mouth get Billy Bass sings two songs. Do you know what they are? Hmm. <laughs> uh, take nope. me to the river and hunting, fishing, and loving every day. I've never heard it sing that. <laughs> I guess that's the B track, the B yeah. side. <laughs> so uh, there you go. That's the uh, big Big Mouth Billy Bass. I don't know if that's going to be a popular ha- uh, Hanukkah gift this year, Akiva. I, this year, no, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a big one. You know, the supply chains and everything—it's it, hard yeah. to probably no, make well, them. It might have to be. I, have to I mean, I mean, the supply chain might just screw up all of the the good gifts. 
Did you do that? Did you did you guys like already buy the the Christmas gifts already? Because you're so nervous about the supply chain. No. You should do that. We have a. We should, but we have a lot of other. We've got bigger bigger fish to fry, Akiva. Bigger Billy. Fair enough. enough. Yeah. Yeah, because also it's a very early Hanukkah this year, so we had early like, Hanukkah. We had go- I, I was telling Nicole yesterday. I'm so I'm so jealous. Uh, I'm so jealous that I, I really would love to, would love to uh, see if I can uh, convert. I mean, ideally, like if I could convert like right after Hanukkah before Christmas, uh, boy. Mm-hmm. Nicole, what did you find if Rob converted to Judaism? Um, I mean, I'm still doing Christmas, but you'd be fine if he converted. Yeah, yeah, we're not very we're not religious people. Do what you want. Okay. Would you convert with him? Uh, I don't do religion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, she's just in it for the holidays, Akiva. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you'd still do you'd still do Christmas. Like the religion I, isn't even the the. the I, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, we have to go to church every Sunday. Like what, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's the problem with Christmas then? Oh, it's never ending. Yeah, don't ask him this. Change the subject mm-hmm. quickly. Like, okay. Like uh, eight weeks out of the year, we're doing to figure out Christmas stuff. Yeah, but Hanukkah's eight gifts. Like my wife truly gives like eight gifts, and if like a grandparent gives a gift, she'll still give one. It's not like oh, I don't have to worry, worry about day six. She's doing Grandma's it. Right. Grandma's mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too many gifts. No. Yeah. So you, you you got one one gift per day per kid. I mean, that's what thirty two gifts, right? That, that that'd, is 32 that'd be gifts. a podcast, right? Called yeah, 32, 32 Gifts. Rank, rank the 32 gifts mm-hmm. that we gave. That's yeah. true. Nicole, did they ever do a Hanukkah episode of The Sopranos? No. <laughs> what is the most... That's a good question. What is the most Jewish episode or the most Jewish scene of The Sopranos, Nicole? Oh. Well, they have... A, you want to explain Hesh? <laughs> do you know who Hesh is? Well, Kiva yeah. mentioned him already. Yes, yeah, he's just. I don't even know what Hesh is. I don't is. even know who Tony Soprano is, the listener. <laughs> Hesh is one of Tony Soprano's fathers. Um, not real, like he was not a consigliere, but some like a guy that he would often go to for advice. Consigliere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did he have horses? He did have horses. He was in the music business, and he like oh yeah. Off, um, he appropriated a lot artists. of yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not a good guy, Akiva. Not a great guy. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. He killed anybody. He's often the voice of reason for the mafia. He was wise. But, I mean, he was also not a good mm-hmm. guy. Although, Akiva, in this very episode that we're talking about, that the episode is called Second Opinion, which you would think mm-hmm. uh, probably pertains to Junior and getting his uh, diagnosis uh, from... Uh, the other doctor besides Dr. Kennedy. But it could also refer to Carmela Soprano yeah. going to see the other therapist uh dr melfi's mentor who was yeah, uh, a, a a jewish uh therapist uh and he uh, like it was almost like that uh Carme- i think this was the most jewish stuff that they talked about yeah carmella yeah. was like oh no like uh like well i don't know maybe that you you don't understand uh what what it's like for us and he's like uh like well you're isn't your husband a murderer and an adulterer like i said i think i got it there's so much hypocrisy with with uh carmella yeah, I actually really like this about the episode about how that, it's you know, called out. like, yeah, this is like the only time that Carmela really in the entire series gets like called to the carpet of like, <laughs> OK, so uh, you're you are an accomplice. And she like really took offense. That. He's like, OK, so you're enabling a murderer uh, who cheats on you, who he's like, uh, like, take your kids and leave this man. Uh, and then he tells her, like, don't say that anybody d- didn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I for some reason I don't really like the psychiatrist here. Hmm. What like, you don't, I don't I, I, he's very off putting. You felt me. like he was I like a buzzkill for all the the Sopranos fun that you bit. came by in. By the way, yeah. 
I do think so. He's like a little, first of all, I don't think therapists are ever like that straightforward in episode one of therapy, like just going, uh, like you know, you like call just, the first visit with the therapist episode one. I assume that's what they call it. <laughs> yeah. I, I assume that's what it's called. But I don't think uh, they get uh, many, um, you know, um, mobster wives coming in yeah. trying to claim their innocence. He either. said that he would not even take uh, blood money from her. Mm-hmm. Dr. Amanda, who is who is a psychologist, says uh, she's interested in takes on Carmelo's therapy session with Dr. Krakauer. She's often wondered what she would do in Melfi or Krakauer's position. Obviously, Melfi takes a different approach than he does. Who is the better therapist? And then she adds, Akiva's answer is whichever therapist is cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that yeah i think melfi is an enabler for tony yeah dr melfi is not even a good therapist yeah she completely enables him gives him advice yeah. uh, like he, he yeah she, she he like, whacks people based off of her advice yeah she kind of and she kind of wants to date him she mm-hmm. sees him in a in a restaurant she's like uh toodle effing lou uh, or toodaloo. She becomes like an alcoholic because of him. Yeah, she's she, she sucks. Loves it. She loves it. She sucks. Yeah. Do you know that Lorraine Bracco is related to Big Brother Twenty One's Tommy Bracco? <laughs> supposedly, really? supposedly. He made a TikTok video talking about how uh, that she's his father's cousin and mm-hmm. that they're just mm-hmm. his cousins, and he never met her, and he's an actor, and she's an actor, and he wants to meet her, and he's hoping that TikTok could bring them together. If and you're like, if you've never met someone, you're not really related to them. That's not really family. If you've like uh, cousins, if you've never met a cousin, they're not they're they're That's oh, like too distant. I like for this me. concept. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole, yeah. do you buy this hot take or no? I, 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 I welcome it. You welcome but it. Yeah. Why do you have relatives that you wish you weren't related uh, to uh, that yes. you know about? Yeah. I, I have some crazies along. This but have you met line. them? Nope. So okay. Related. Okay. Yeah. If you wouldn't invite them to like your wedding, you're not really related to them. Mm, what okay. do you think about that? Like, if you have like a, a falling out, that's one thing. But I'm saying for like lack of lack of contact, like I just have nothing to do with them. I don't know them. Mm-hmm. You're essentially not related. Okay. I'll buy that. That's, okay. That's my that's my thought. Yeah. I, another question for Nicole came in from the listeners. Uh, Nicole, I don't I don't even know if this is a thing, but maybe this is an inside joke I'm missing. Nicole, what is your favorite recipe from the Sopranos family cookbook? um i so we do have the sopranos family cookbook uh but Mm -hmm. nicole uh, as of current uh recording time cannot reach it it is (laughs) up on a very high shelf next to uh the talking shrek cookie jar (laughs) cookie jar is the closest we have to big mouth billy bass Oh, we haven't really had that since you moved, right? I it's guess up we, on we've a, been without it. It's up on it. a very high shelf. Could re- reach it. Yeah, I, I would even need to get like a stand on the counter to do it. I have to fly. Are you going to move? You're just going to leave it in, when you move? Maybe. No, not we're not, not going to be able to yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, get a stick. Not go there. Yes, uh, but have you? Did you ever make any recipes from the Sopranos family cookbook? Yeah, they, they're linguine and white clam sauce. Yeah, I hate Artie Bucco. <gasps> Shut your mouth. Other than that uh, I, I never liked Artie Bucco. He's such a good yeah, or either version though. of Vesuvio. Stop it. He's so pretentious, Artie Bucco. He's not pretentious. He's not. No, he's a complicated man. Hmm. <laughs> Do you like Artie Bucco, Akiva? My favorite person, uh, my favorite Sopranos uh, character ever walking to Artie Bucco's, Eric Mangini. Yes, <laughs> Mangini. Uh, yeah, Mangenius. No, I, I, I well, I remember rooting for Artie Bucco to get whacked always. Oh, stop it, poor Artie Bucco. By the way, another uh, young Artie Bucco is saw. in the uh, Sopranos movie Akiva. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, he's such a key character. Yeah, I heard they're working <laughs> on a young Artie Bucco uh, series for Netflix. <laughs> I'd watch it. Enough. <laughs> ABC watch it. Family. It's going to be like. 
Um, Hesh, who we were talking about before, yes. was supposed to originally be played by Jerry Stiller, but he was unavailable yeah. due to scheduling issues. That's wild. Wow. And then, um, no. They that, wanted a piece of him. Hesh? They wanted a piece. No, I think that was. Who was the other crazy guy that came out of jail? The older. Fish? Maybe it was Hesh. I, I don't think that they were going to have Jerry Stiller play no, yeah, a mafia right, guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> play a, like a hardened criminal. Okay. Sorry. I, it's been a while. Yeah. But We're, you could imagine why I, I was like, not going to oh, drop somebody like a bag of dirt. That's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Akiva, in this episode, AJ Soprano goes on a field trip to Washington, D.C. and stays mm-hmm. in the room the whole time to play, uh, what, PlayStation 2? I don't think we had the option when we were kids to play video games. Yes. Uh, did you take a field trip to Washington, D.C.? Yeah, eighth grade trip. D.C., we went to a uh, Camden Yards to go to an Orioles-Yankees game. Yes. I do not remember much else. I remember the fire alarm going off in the middle of the night. That's why the other thing I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Tony like gets mad at AJ. He's like, uh, you went to our nation's capital and, st- and played video games the whole time? <laughs> Like, what a, it's what a weird that like, the Sopranos characters are like have like weird like hangups <laughs> about certain things. He's very he's very like strict about the weirdest things, Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Tony also in this episode gets mad about that. So he comes out that uh, Carmela has apparently bought the wrong orange juice. Uh that she has bought an orange juice that has lots of pulp. It says some on the top. Pulp. I like. He, some he likes. Pulp. He likes the one that has some pulp. I get that. Yes, uh, Akiva. Where where are you on the pulp matrix? No pulp. No there's, pulp. If there's oh, any this, pulp at all, see, you, I'm and, out. you and Nicole, we found so many things that you have in common. You both I'm say, out if there's even like one percent. Nicole I'd be out. also hates pulp. Mm-hmm. Feels like Gross. that. Uh, that uh, hates pulp in anything. I Doesn't like any it. Kind what, of like, pulp doesn't even make mouth. sense. Imagine if there was like milk. Do you want milk with pulp or without? Like what it's is called pulp? sour milk? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that analogy holds. <laughs> Rob, do you want apple? Like orange juice comes with pulp. Would you want pulp in your apple juice? Your your Coca Cola? Like why is there well, okay, Coca Cola is drink. not the same as juice? <laughs> why is there one drink that gets pulp sometimes? It's mm-hmm. disgusting. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's, if, you couldn't you couldn't have conceived it if we were like coming up with a new universe. And you pitched pulp to me, I'd say, what are you talking about? There's no pulp in anything else. Hmm. Like, why are we why are we doing pulp here? It's truly like, it's an like accident. chunky peanut butter. So not. Yeah. It's so not. not. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Okay. So you 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 both you agree on the I, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm being ganged up here on this podcast. <laughs> you both agree on I mean, pulp. just renounce pulp and everything is okay. You, you both agree on that if you've if you haven't met a relative, then they're not really related to you. <laughs> Yeah. Um and there must be something else too. I think that's it. I think that's, I think it. that's it. <laughs> I think that's no, it. I'm sure there's plenty of Yeah. Um, We've both been to, yeah, in relationships for like 17 and a half years or something. Mm-hmm, something something like that. <laughs> and uh in this episode, Meadow gets visited at college. Mm-hmm. Uh who who's the who's the worst uh soprano kid, Meadow or AJ? I think they take turns being awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad always said that I reminded him of of Meadow, and every time that Meadow came on the screen, he sees me. Is Nicole like Meadow honestly. Soprano? Not really. Uh, that's a he pretty big the compliment. I, uh, the way that I talk to my mother is the way that she talks to Carmela. Yeah, I mean they're both bratty kids. Yeah, AJ and uh, mm-hmm. and, and she's and like you know 
like Meadow probably ends up okay. Like she's like, you know, an achiever, Meadow. Like she does well. Hmm. It would be an insult to be con- compared to AJ. Yeah. If your parents said you were like AJ, that's that's bad. Yeah, that would be bad. That would not be good. Mm-hmm. I think they realize pretty quickly that AJ can't act. So like that's why he's in. There's a lot of episodes where he's never like the A storyline really at this point on, no? The AJ story. No, towards the the, the the last season, he had some major I mean, major yeah, I, yeah, yeah, like a uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. He tries to kill himself, right? Yeah, he jumps in the pool. Right? He puts like a bag on his head. He jumps in the pool. Tony oh, has right. to save him. So, And Tony said he can't even do that right. <laughs> <laughs> Look. All right. Um, then, uh, so that Carmela goes and visits uh, Meadow at Columbia. I mean, boy, what a, what a life for Meadow that uh, she uh, lives at Columbia. Mm-hmm. Comes home for the weekends. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then... Carmela wants to get fifty thousand dollars for the school. Yeah, she says she describes it in this episode of Kiva that she needs to protect Meadow by donating fifty thousand dollars to the school. Is that like an unwritten rule, like the Lori Laughlin thing, where if you donate money to the school, your kid gets good grades? It doesn't really make sense, right? Because she's already in. Like the the that the Varsity Blues scandal was about getting your kids in the school when they shouldn't be in, but she mm-hmm. has already been accepted. That's when they should have hit up Tony for the donation. Like, hey, you want your daughter to get into Columbia? Like, it wears your 50K. What is she getting? Good grades here? She's not going to be expelled I for smoking cigarettes d- in her room? Yeah, Carmela describes it as if she needs to protect her, that she needs to do what's best for Meadow and donate to the school. I think that's just the mafia life mentality. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then if basically, like, if they gave $50,000 to the school, they accept the gift. Then if Meadow gets, like, a, like a, a D in a, on a but test. That's, that's what the mafia does. Like, they help you, and then you're bound to them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's kind of what that what that is. Mm-hmm. Like Carmela's a gangster. She is. Uh, she knows what Tony's up to. No, I mean she's a gangster in her own right. Like you see the way she shakes down um, uh, Jeannie Cusimano over writing the the letter. Uh, there's a few times where she brings out the you know her mafia blood. Uh, she knows what's think, going on. She knows what's what she's Nicole, doing. Do you think like if if spoiler for the for the finale <laughs> of the show? Like if if Tony ultimately gets killed mm-hmm. in the finale. Mm-hmm. You think there's a chance that Carmela like takes over part of the part of the, you know. No, that's not, no? That's not how it she's works. She's not a um Angie Bump and Sarrow. She's she, she tries to um make some money, but she's she's not a she's not a leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't th- you don't think she would be like a good like brains of the operation type like second banana or something? No, uh, I think Carmela is just really good at turning her, he- you know, turning her head. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, Nicole, do you want to uh, get into with Akiva uh, your take on the Sopranos finale? Oh, yeah. Sure. We may as well get okay. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I mean, so, this is going to be total spoiler for people. Yes. Okay. Well, and look, they should shut it off. Yeah. 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 Anybody, I will say, yes. I, I will say, I, I, I watched the show live. I've seen every episode, you know, probably once, other than maybe like a couple classics and maybe the finale. Uh, but this really did motivate me. I've been con- considering either rewatching The Wire or The Sopranos. I'm going to rewatch The Sopranos now. I do think this sold me oh. on getting into it. It's so good. It's you such forget a how good like show. unique the show is. Yeah. It's really good. And it's timeless. It's so rewatchable. Yeah. Yeah, it is time. Should me and Akiva start a Sopranos rewatch podcast? No. What would it be called? No. What would it be called? No. Yeah. <laughs> made men. Made 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 men other than people. It looks too much like Mad Men. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
Let's see. What would we? What I mean, let's just let's just spitball for a minute. What would what would Gabba we call it? Boys, the Gabba Ghoul guys, the Pod, Gabba Ghoul guys. What would we call it? Podman. Podman. Well, the Podman, like the Sopranos podcast. <laughs> hmm. What are other? What are other? Uh, what are other Sopranos like inside jokes? Oh, oh, by the way, okay. So Nicole is a huge stan of the Talking Sopranos podcast. Akiva, all I hear in my mm-hmm. house is uh, Michael Imperioli and Steve Sharippa. Mm-hmm. On I the do, microphone, I, I love Michael Imperioli. I love him. Yeah, more than a friend. More than a friend. What does that mean? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, it, it, that was like a disturbing comment, right, Akiva? <laughs> Did you ever have you ever seen him in person? You ever run into him when you no, lived in California? No, no, Don't I, say run into him because Nicole will get into all the people I, that she run into I with her car. Ran yeah, into people. Did you? Uh, did she you ran ever into see Adrian Brody with her car? Mm-hmm. It's a true story. Oh, that's fine. And weird. That was like and revenge for. Mm-hmm. But Nicole, did you did you ever see someone from The Sopranos walking on the street in LA? I saw Drea DiMatteo on the on the flight going from New York to um, LA, and I lost my mind. Mm-hmm. Her house exploded. When? She like five years ago. Oh, she because she's a city person. She lived in Manhattan her whole life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like a couple buildings blew up in the city a few years ago, and her, it was her house. Yeah, and then she moved to L.A. Wow. Um, Downer. Yeah. Downer. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Right. Yeah. You should have yeah. like, hey, do you need somewhere to stay? You could yeah. stay in my house. Okay. All right. People have ideas for maybe if we get a good title, maybe we should do it. So, mm-hmm. We, no, we, we won't cancel Renap. Stop it. We were talking we about the Renap. last episode, not your stupid idea for a podcast. What about like the oh, Renapranos? Stupid. The Renapranos. I mean, we're not the. Well, what about the Bubble Boys talking Sopranos? No, you two <laughs> are, are not the Bubble Boys. doing a Sopranos podcast. It is not allowed. Does Nicole even know about the Bubble Boys? I don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I want to hear Nicole's take on the Sopranos finale, and then I think we have a quick game for Nicole, and we yeah. get her out of here. Um, okay. The uh, I, I like a million people who watched mm-hmm. thought my TV had gone out. You know, pretty basic story. I sort of did notice the HBO core and the logo, so I was probably the first person between me and my friend to be like, "No, I think that's what it was supposed to be." But I was furiously angry for a while, but I've gotten over it. Yeah. Uh, what was your take on the finale? I mean, I, I was angry at first. And but then I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. Um, he's definitely dead. Definitely dead. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, he even says it in a few episodes before, like he's talking about it with Bobby Bacala about what happens when you get whacked, and they sit, they literally say it just goes to black. Hmm. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. Like it just went to black. Hmm. I think Simon has always leaned. David Simon, the creator, has always leaned. David Simon, David Chase. David Chase what sorry. is this? The Wire. David, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wrong show. David, David Chase, Chase is always the worst has person a- on earth. Nicole hates. He's David the worst Chase. person on earth. I hate him. Why? Um, because he hates Sopranos fans. Yeah, I, I agree that David Chase uh, hates anybody who likes the Sopranos. I know you've said. Yeah, I, I think down to us. Yeah, I, I think you've you've uh, t- said this, Akiva, about Andy Martino. Uh, like thinks if you like baseball, then mm-hmm. you're like uh, he like thinks this, less. Yes. Yeah. The serial people, I'd say, are good examples of that. They like anyone who liked their podcast. They they detest it. Yes. Yeah, they, the oh, they would like. Yeah. They they like sided with like literal murderers over the podcast listeners. They would be like nice to Adnan <laughs> and and mean to the listener. Yeah. So yeah, David Chase. I think uh, like it, it thinks if you like the Sopranos, if you're if you're like Nicole and you think that Tony Soprano is uh, a a great guy that you would want to hang out with every single week, mm-hmm. then he's like uh, 
I, I like uh, you're like, I hate you. You're stupid. And I'm not going to give you anything that you ever want. I'll get mm-hmm. your like, uh, I'll take the money, but I'm just going to tease you. He's very smart that he's not on Twitter, David Chase. Mm-hmm. But he also like, he has like, zero self-awareness because you hear him in these like interviews and he has no idea how pompous he is and how people people hate him. Except for people in the business. But I don't know why he came back and took the money to make another Sopranos because movie. I, I guess he likes the money. Well, he, he, the money. Has, he has nothing else. And then, you know, mm-hmm. Alan Seppenwall, like, uh, you know, will give him, like, uh, do a nine-hour interview. Every every two years. He re, and he, he re, never says you know, anything new. He says the same thing Never says anything new. People go crazy about it. Uh, yeah. David Chase. And then he'll be like, oops, I guess I slipped. I guess I, mean, I, he hasn't made I, it. I guess I made anything. it. I, oops, I guess I guess I just gave you something. Oops. <laughs> That was, he, he literally made he made one thing since the Sopranos, other than Many Saints of Newark, which was like a very small movie that I don't think anybody watched, right? And people That's watched it. Literally, nobody, nobody liked it. Mm-hmm. Nobody liked it. But then, like David Simon, like you know, call him annoying or whatever. Like he's made like five new shows since then. Who called him annoying? He could be annoying on Twitter. He's always getting in Twitter fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that is annoying. You don't yeah, see me getting like, in Twitter fights. Never. But he, you know, he made Treme. He made he made a lot of things. David, mm-hmm. David Chase is a, a one-hit wonder. Yeah, could you imagine if we then if we had disdain for the people that like this podcast and then like yeah, uh, like anyone like, who like yeah, that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. It would be crazy. But there are people that do. I think people with really popular podcasts they have disdain for the listeners, for, like have indifference or hatred. We're not popular for the enough listeners, for that. Probably. I think that no, I agree. They have, That's why we, we don't want to become every popular. listener. I think those people yes, have disdain the for themselves and they're projecting. Mm-hmm. They project it. Yeah, they project it. Okay. All right, Nicole, we do have a quiz for you here okay. today. Uh, talking uh, talking about The Sopranos. Mm, I'm listening. Yeah. By the way, Akiva, would you ever listen to an episode of Talking Sopranos? I mean, we did. Uh, Nicole, Rob and I listened to like 12 different podcasts in a week um, a few months ago. Was Talking Sopranos one of no, them? No. It to wasn't, Office but ladies. maybe we listened to Office Ladies. Maybe we'll do Talking Sopranos if we do that again next year. It's, it's not a bad it's idea. It's not that great. Mm-hmm. The funniest part for me of talking Sopranos when I walk into the room and Nicole's listening to it is when they do the ad reads because I feel like that Steve Sharippa is the least enthusiastic so, like ad pitch man of all time of uh, like, uh, you know, Michael Imperioli will be like, uh, you know. Uh, this episode, of, yeah, this episode <laughs> of Talking Sopranos is brought to you by uh, Blue Chew. Uh, and so oh yeah, Blue Chew uh, is a very good, <laughs> unintelligible grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah do they like, rewatch? Do they actually rewatch the shows? Supposedly, like, I like mean, they, they seem to. But what's really odd is like they'll ask each other about, or mostly like they'll uh, Steve will ask Michael about like. Christopher and what like the motivation was and what he was thinking and and Michael's like oh I don't know like how do you not know you were the character you are Christopher how do you- I know I know what the answer how do you not know Nicole gets is? mad at the talking Sopranos podcast because she feels like that she knows the Sopranos better than the people that were in the Sopranos I think I do <laughs> I mean this would be like if like I was like like interviewing a survivor and then like like the fans like no no you're wrong I I. <laughs> It's happened so plenty times. of times, especially yeah. for older seasons. Yeah. That's probably happened. Um, you know, and now again, if, so, if somebody changing their story from the, like, uh, yeah, maybe the people get mad, but like, uh, it's it, that, that is a wild take that Nicole knows that <laughs> she knows the character's motivations better than the actors. I do. Stop it. It's true. Yeah, Cause you read the books, right? 
Um, they actually just came out with a book called Woke Up This Morning, and I need it. Yes. What is, what is Woke Up This Morning uh, about? Christmas present. It is the or um, oral Christmas. history of the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who okay. wrote it? And it gets into Adriana and Pendulette. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Who wrote it? Was it like a cast member? Yeah, it's uh, Michael and uh, Steve Strippa. And I think there's some um, some other they people. They wrote the book? Mm-hmm. Okay. No way they wrote it, what? right? Well... Akiva, should we work on the oral history of Robin Akiva Nita podcast? What's yeah, what's they woke idea. up this morning? Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Hmm. Uh, yeah. I, so I didn't realize. Like, it's weird that actors are now writing oral histories of their own. Like Kevin from The Office just did this. He just wrote a book about The Office. Hmm. Everyone from The Office is really like trying to glom on and get the. Well, what else are they doing? Back. Yeah, they got nothing else going on. Yeah. He's the number one guy in all of Cameo. Kevin also. Still though, he made like a mil- still even, yeah, even last bigger year, than uh, than Vito. I think he made a million dollars last year off Cameo. E- bigger than uh, than uh, <laughs> Joey Pants. I think so. I think it's him and Joey Pants, neck and neck. Yeah, pants uh, and pants. Uh, Nicole, would you like a cameo from uh, Matthew Del Negro, who played uh, Carmela's uh, cousin? The uh, <laughs> was he a stockbroker? Uh, was it cousin Dan? <laughs> oh, oh, you don't even know. Um, no, no, it's going to bother me. What was his name? Brian, cousin Brian, cousin Brian. Okay, <laughs> hey, thirty-five dollars for a cousin Brian cameo. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. That's a sad story. Nicole. We have a quiz for you. Okay. okay. Are are you the ultimate Soprano super fan? Okay. Okay. I have uh, a, my memory's kind of shot, so this is going to be difficult. All right. This comes to us from by from Sporkle. Okay? okay. This is. Can you name the Sopranos character? Uh, who Akiva, were, we're doing a game over here. Can you turn it down? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Can you name the Sopranos characters who were dead or alive by the end of the series? Okay. Okay, Thirty. we're going to give you 34 names. You have four minutes on the clock. We're going to tell you a person. You tell us if they are dead or alive at the end of the Sopranos. Okay. Okay, how many times have you watched the show? I don't even know. How, how confident are you that you could tell us if these characters are dead or alive? Um, I'm pretty confident. I might need a picture on some of them. Okay. All right. Well, here we go. All okay. right. First up, Artie Bucco, uh, dead or alive? Alive. Okay. He is alive. Uh, Dr. Melfi? Alive. Okay. She's alive. Silvio? He, yeah. Wasn't he like borderline dead? Uh, that is not an option. I need to de- answer dead or alive. I think he was still alive. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carmine. Uh, Carmine Sr. Carmine Lupertazzi Sr. I think he's dead. He is dead. Uh, Adriana. Dead. Is dead. Uh, Richie Aprile. Dead. Is dead. Uh, Phil Leotardo. Dead. Is dead. Uh, Christopher Moltisante. Dead. Is dead. Furio. He, well, we don't really know. He goes off to Italy and then um, Tony puts a hit on him. So we don't know. I need an answer. Dead I, or alive? There's no confirmation that he's dead, so alive. Alive. Uh, Janice Soprano. She's alive. Uh, Pussy Bump and Sarah. Dead. <laughs> Vito Spadafore. Dead. <laughs> uh, Livia Soprano. Mm, she's dead. Uh, Johnny Sack. Dead. Uh, Vin McKazian. He's the cop. He's dead. He jumps off the bridge. Okay. Patsy Parisi. Patsy is alive. A junior soprano. Corrado oh, soprano. <sighs> He's still alive. Alive. Uh, Jackie Aprile Jr. Dead. Tony Soprano. Uh, well, 
He's dead. I mean, what is even? You what decide. does Sparkle even do there? It says, it says you dead. decide. Bobby Bacala. Dead. Uh, little Carmine. Um. Does he die? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna say he's dead. Little Carmine is. Oh, you're wrong. Okay, he was alive. Yeah. Hesh. He's alive. Hesh is alive. Uh, Paulie Gualtieri. Alive. Uh, alive. Carm. Uh, Charmaine Bucco. Alive. Uh, Ginny Sack. She's alive. Jackie Aprile Senior. Dead. Uh, Carmela Soprano. Uh, assuming alive. Okay. Tony Blundetto. Dead. He's very dead. Yeah. Uh, Father Phil. <laughs> I hate Father Phil so much. Imagine if they whacked Father Phil. He is alive. Uh, Father Phil. Uh, Matthew Bevilacqua. Dead. <laughs> Ralph Cifaretto. Dead. Uh, Meadow Soprano. Um, I, I'm assuming she parallel parked correctly. Alive. Alive. Okay. AJ Soprano. Alive. Gloria Trillo. Dead. Okay. So Nicole got 33 out of 34. Yeah. That's Only pretty good. Will Carmine. Mm-hmm. And he, he got, he got severely injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. All right. So and who cares about little Carmine? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Seventy five dollars on paid on cameo for a little Carmine. Little Carmine. Yeah. All right. Pay it. Okay. Uh, Nicole, anything else on the Sopranos that you've always wanted to say that you have an audience to talk Sopranos? Oh, I welcome questions. You welcome? I, love, I, do, I love to talk about. Keep it. Do you have any other questions from the listeners for Nicole? I think Nicole should start the rewatch podcast. Honestly, Nicole. Does, I would love to. It's just very time consuming. Mm hmm. Yeah. Maybe once things get settled. Yeah. What what if it was you and a cast member? Would that be tense? They'll probably be wrong about everything. <laughs> you and would you do it with Drea DiMatteo? Drea already did her own podcast and had no follow through. Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean? She started a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, a rewatch of yes. the Sopranos. Yes. And then it just like stopped. Yeah. She did. She did. Really? Yeah. Yes. It's hilarious. Yes. It's sad. Um what, it Nicole, what if it was you and Alan Seppenwall? Oh, f- no, <laughs> Nicole hates Alan Seppenwall for some reason. That would be a that would be a, a good. Podcast. Nicole hates Alan Seppenwall because he didn't include Shameless in the top fifty shows <laughs> of the twenty tens. It's one of the reasons. Really? Yeah. Uh, he's a kiss ass. Oh, who's he? Who's ass does he kiss? David Chase. He is. He, he you know. He needs access. Uh, come on. Hmm. I don't like that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. What if? What if I, you and Akiva? Um, what, what I would listen every week. <laughs> Nicole and Aki- Nicole I mean, Akiva. Nicole and Akiva. Very busy. With I, I mean, podcast. he has four and a half podcasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that would be something. That would be something. Maybe it's, maybe it's post show recaps. Maybe Josh Wiggler will do it. I don't know. Yeah, that would be uh, electric. I think, oh. it, I think it might be too much for Josh Wiggler. Yeah. Uh, Akiva, one of the other plot points in this episode was that mm-hmm. uh, Christopher got some Jimmy Choo shoes for yes. Adriana. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, got the wrong size, Sasquatch uh, size. Sasquatch yes. size. Uh, they were size ten. What size am I? Uh, so I was going to say that uh, Nicole is a seven. I am not. What, what? What is it? I'm not a seven. What is it? I'm a six. Six. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Akiva, I was you would have. Have you had like stolen shoes or gotten shoes off the back of a truck? You would have got mm-hmm. her the wrong shoes. You never. You never got a seven. Um, maybe when I was pregnant. Okay. <laughs> All right. But see, I would never, I would not buy Nicole, uh, shoes. Uh, Akiva. You bought me shoes. I, but I have to like put them in the cart and right. say, here, go to this website. Right, 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 right. Okay. Um, but, uh, Akiva, could you, could you give Mara's shoe size? I don't know it. Okay. If I you had it's to like guess. on the, 
I, I, if I had to guess, like seven or eight, I I'd don't say know. she's an eight. <laughs> you do know what she looks like. <laughs> yeah, you guess is that the average size? <laughs> she's like, you know, a that little lady. She was eight and a half. I thought. Um, well, she's very tall. Yeah. So okay. I don't know. One of my daughters has my my daughter is who's much bigger than my wife has. Uh, but I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know my wife's shoe size. That's a good point. I do not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so that if anybody was going to start a uh, Sopranos recap with uh, Akiva, should it be me or you? It should not be you. All right. So it sounds like so what? So what's the name of Nicole and Akiva <laughs> recap the Sopranos? No pulp. No pulp. <laughs> <laughs> the no, the no pulp podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're yeah. Uh, cousins aren't real or something like that. Mm-hmm. I will figure it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nicole, where can people keep up with you? You're not staying for the mailbag, right? No, I'm getting the stuff out of here. <laughs> All right, well, we have a special mailbag was, plan. Nicole, this was painless, right? Relative I mean, you're to talking about time. my favorite subject to talk about. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Should we put season three, episode seven of Shameless in the fishbowl? Yeah, that would be good. I'm sure it's a crazy episode. Nicole loves uh, that. That's Nicole's second favorite show. I do Akiva. love Shameless. Yeah. Chappelle has been going absolutely he's going you know, ham. He's on Shameless. He's he's tweeting about it. There's a lot of Shameless talk. Maybe Shameless is a we get very good Nicole. show. Mm-hmm. I've never really seen it. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's good. That's like this podcast. Crazy. It's crazy, but it's good. Yeah. That's what people say. Yeah. People say. Yeah. Love, read the five star comments on iTunes. <laughs> Mm-hmm, it's true. <laughs> That's what people say. Okay, uh, Nicole, uh, you can follow Nicole on Instagram. Instagram, Nicole Sesternino. You could check out Nicole uh, Nicole's Knockout Designs <laughs> on Instagram. Akiva, if you need anything on a T-shirt, especially you let, inappropriate, things, you let Nicole know. Yeah, you have yeah. a like, you have like a like kind of like a a mom joke, a dirty pun that you want like on a glass or a mug. I'm your girl. Well, we just want something that says Five Timers Club with like a picture of a wheel on it for for. Loyal guests who come mm-hmm. on so often. Can you help us? It would have to have balls on it too. Why? Because that's my there's, thing. There's no balls in this podcast, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are ping pong balls. Can I you mean, put ping pong yeah. balls there? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Yeah. What, 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 what? Maybe could, the the thing could say could a dirty position. Yeah, a dirty position. What are you? What are you even talking? <laughs> I mean, about? they're in the fishbowl. That's like the oh, fishbowl's yeah. clean, though. Nicole, you're drunk. <laughs> Yeah, what if it, like so you had what are like these a, so you had like the ping pong balls and then the fish and the fish bowl and it's like this podcast has a lot of balls. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, it's like good. me and Akiva. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then Akiva, we're on to something. Wow. Brandon. Well, how do we fi- how do Nicole, how would people see your uh, your designs? Do you have a do you have a website or an Instagram, Instagram or something? Instagram or no? Nicole's What's knockout designs. Knockout design, and is there a K in knockout or is it alliterative? It's a K K in knockout. Okay, yeah, I mean, you could see she's working working hard. She like she works in a closet also, yeah. Akiva. We're the closet mm-hmm. couple. Mm-hmm. Well, let's not get the, <laughs> people the wrong idea. But you're both coming out of the closet next week, and supposedly all news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're hanging we're hanging in there, and so uh, it's it's all happening. And then, uh, Nicole, will it be, what will have to happen? What will have to come up on the wheel for you to come back four weeks in a row on Renap? I don't know. The shameless would get me here. Well, I don't know if we have it in the fishbowl. It's not in there right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends what you pull. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Well, Mac and me. I don't know. Mac I don't know how me? we get her. Did you watch that? <laughs> yes. Chairman of the board. Yes. I don't know. What, what? Are there any James Gandolfini movies that we could put into the fishbowl? And then that would be get, get you back. It makes me sad that I will never meet him. Could have been at that next well, game. I mean, I, yeah. Akiva. And I, mean you, I wish I wish it was you and not me. And, it doesn't really. And Tim Duncan didn't even didn't wave even Akiva. Your shot. I didn't shoot my shot. Duncan did not acknowledge me. <laughs> Pop didn't acknowledge me. But like they would give out like printouts of like after every quarter of the stats. So like they were just like on the floor. So I would just pick them up. Like, all right, <laughs> you know, take take their stuff. But no, I didn't speak to them after the game. You can't get stuff signed really on the court. I was acting like I've been there before, you know? Yeah, I mm-hmm. lost my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay. Uh, that whoever comes in next week is going to have... Uh, size sixes to fill. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we'll be back with a very special all Twitter Spaces mailbag. How about that, Akiva? That's a, a first time for everything. I'm Nicole, very do you know what Twitter Spaces is? No, nope, don't want to. Okay. All right. Maybe you'll call in. All right. We'll be back right after this with this week's mailbag here on Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. uh, Mailbag time here for episode number 156. Robin and Kivanita podcast. And uh, that we are here for our Twitter spaces uh, mailbag. And now... Uncle Kibi and I, uh, we have joined Twitter Spaces, but Akiva, I feel mm-hmm. like that you didn't know that that the podcast hadn't started yet. But did you hear me talking in a in my podcast voice? I didn't know you even. Had, I thought you were just. I thought it was like our regular conversation. Yeah, I had some gems. One time we weren't recording at all. One time it wasn't the podcast. Can we redo the whole conversation? I had a good fleets line a second ago. Yeah. Okay. So good. So you want to say it again? Hmm. I'd like to. Yes. Yeah. Um. Well, that uh, say it now, or we're going to. Well, so basically, moving. like, uh, well, all right, uh, all right. Take one. Here we go. So, Rob, uh, what are some of the other uh, streaming platforms? That, oh, that, so uh, many. That Vocal, Spreecast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you name it. I think we tried it in the history of uh, Rob's yeah, we, podcast. We should rank them, but uh, but I, you know, I'm sure this is the one that's going to make it. I'm sure 
I'm sure, uh, you know, uh, Twitter spaces, they nailed it. They, they, it's going to be the one that lasts. Yeah. You think so? it, but they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, it's Rob, and it is after the podcast. I got to explain uh, what happened here. Very embarrassing. I feel very bad about this, but yeah, Kiva's, uh, what he was hearing was uh, what the audio sounded like being recorded, and there was a problem with the mixer as we were recording this episode, and it sounded perfectly fine in my headphones. It sounded perfectly fine to everybody on Twitter Spaces, but... Uh, the next 45 minutes or so of the uh, Twitter spaces mailbag ended up being unusable as far as audio goes. So I guess like the sleepover podcast, uh, that section of the uh, Twitter spaces mailbag was if you were there, you were there. Uh, we will do our best to sort of uh, put the pieces together and maybe if uh, Renap Archiver uh, Amanda is able to uh, maybe put together some of the notes. Uh, we can add those to the rest of the podcast here for episode number 157. The mixer went to actually like not recording any sound, and I realized that there was a problem, so I restarted the mixer, and then we came back after a uh, technical uh, difficulty break. Uh, so we do have the last third of the uh, Twitter spaces mailbag for you to hear. And that is going to be in normal audio quality. But let me just catch you up on a little bit of uh, what you missed from the Twitter spaces mailbag. Uh, we heard from a bunch of our listeners and uh, we talked about Sarah Carradine called in to talk about uh, getting uh, Australian shows or trash onto the wheel. Uh, we heard from Deidre, who asked us about uh, what is the net worth of Flow from Progressive. Uh, we had an idea from one of our listeners, Ganjo, who uh, talked about trying to put back up on the wheel an idea that had originally been pitched, uh, I think, from Karen from Canada about whether or not people had real accents or fake accents. There was also some talk about how uh, my kids are watching uh, season six of Family Matters and Nicole is turning it off because it is too inappropriate, too much kissing going on, too many relationships happening in the later seasons of Family Matters. And now Family Matters is not allowed to be watched at my house. We also talked a lot about uh, whether the idea about the uh, real accent or not, what that should be called whether uh, we should actually have uh, a Royal Rumble with uh, the hosts from The Voice, uh, since uh, the Royal Rumble is on the way, and many other things. Maybe what we might be able to do is uh, piece together an oral history of uh, what was missed from the uh, poorly recorded audio, and uh, maybe you get a thread going on Twitter or on the Renap subreddit. Again, I'm very apologetic about what happened. I am really, really sorry. I take all of this podcasting very, very seriously. This is going to bother me for a very long time that there was a technical glitch with the podcast. So please, uh, I am so, so sorry. Uh, I vow that this will uh, never happen again. I will uh, redouble my backup efforts and have a backup on a separate system from now on. But now... 
Uh, without further ado, I bring you the final third of this episode of the Twitter Spaces Mailbag. Okay, uh, let's keep going with the uh, rapid fire uh, Twitter Spaces Mailbag. Uh, let's go to, let's uh, say hello to Tricky. Now, Tricky had recently binged all of Renap. Mm, love it. And Tricky is. What's Tricky's job in the in the RHAP He's, world? He's uh, the graphic designer uh, for mm-hmm. RHAP. Tricky, mm-hmm. are you there? Tricky's muted. Sorry about that. How you guys doing today? What's going on, Tricky? Uh, not much. Uh, just uh, I'm in Burbank right now. Came back from a tour, and I heard you guys doing this spaces, so I wanted to jump on. Okay. And what does that mean? A tour? What what kind of tour are you doing? Uh, I did the um, Warner Brothers studio tour, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, I was thinking like you're like stalking celebrities' homes or something. That would no. Be <laughs> no, 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 no. That that just that's just too time consuming, and I don't care enough. Mm-hmm. Rob, now that you don't live in LA anymore, did you ever you, did, you, did you live near any celebrities, or you didn't? I mean, I'm sure that there were celebrities that lived uh, near. Did you ever, like walk past a celebrity near your house, or no? I well, think, like, had someone in school, like your kids in school, like, oh, there was a celebrity there. Um, I want that. I think that uh, um, Bobby Brown, I think, uh, had a kid that went to the same school as uh, mm-hmm. as my kids, but it was it's a public school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. All right. So he's on the Warner Brothers tour. What is, so what else is going on, Tricky? Uh, nothing much is here for an animation conference, but I wanted to pitch you some ideas. Okay, what do you got? Or hey, I, and does that get wild? The animation conference? Yeah, it's actually pretty. Uh, yeah, the, I, I well, what's a rowdy conference and, like for you, Akiva? I mean, I don't know. I've never been to a conference. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it's been a little bit rowdy. It's uh, like a bunch of people they want to get into the animation industry, so they're all very hungry to show their stuff. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. And you're already in it. Sound rowdy. Yeah. Um, So first thing I wanted to do, I wanted to clear the air uh, for 100 good deeds for Rob and Akiva. Akiva, you said Mm -hmm. Rob and you would do good deeds. That Mm -hmm. wasn't in my pitch. Uh, So tell me what you're talking about, because I don't remember. So in 100 good deeds for Rob and Akiva, Rob and Akiva watched the episode a uh, hundred good deeds for Eddie McDowell, where basically this punk kid gets turned into a dog. Uh, the show got canceled before it was fully finished, so there were about four, uh, forty or so good deeds left. So it was basically you guys compile a list of what the possible good deeds could be for this dog to turn back into a human. Hmm. And and so this would be watching season three, episode seven of it, tricky. Uh, I'm not sure it went that long. You guys could. Uh, <laughs> Watch the uh, <laughs> right now. One one of the things that I've noticed, you know, hundred zillion episodes in, is like if a show has no name. I feel like IP sometimes matters. Like if a show has no name recognition, I feel like a lot of times those weeks just go by the wayside. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, Rob? Where sometimes like you're talking about something like we might not even like especially care, but then it's like it's High School Musical and people really like that, you know, or something like that. That it's like if it's IP people care about, I think it does help more yeah. than if it's IP mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm sure you care about other people, but like, that's not super famous. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's just my opinion. I, I, I think uh, a lot of the 90s kids would know it. 
I mean, I've never heard of I it. I haven't heard of it. I, you know, maybe third Not wheels. I'm like, love it. Yeah. No. Are we nineties kids, Rob? Um, I mean, I wasn't, didn't really grow up in the eighties at all. I don't remember the eighties. Like I'm not an eighties kid. Mm-hmm. Now we're probably the opposite ends of the decade. Tricky. Yeah. But yeah, unless nineties means you were born in the nineties, in which case certainly uh, I'm not. I was born in the nineties. So. Okay. But you don't see, so you're not like, like you don't have nineties nostalgia. You're, you're, you're just nineties is where when you were born. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone in 20 years just because people born in the 1900s and we'll all be ancient. Okay. My sister was born in 2001, Rob. She said that we were all born in the 19s. We're old. Mm-hmm. That's going to be all of us. All right. Well, Tricky, let's, uh, let, um, we'll, we'll think about this one. I don't know if this is uh, going to be necessarily uh, in our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I get that. And that's fair. Okay. All right. Well, Tricky, it's always nice to talk to you. You're talking to the both. Thanks, Tricky. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Uh, let's, let's keep going. And let, okay. Should we say hello to Regis? Who is at Rennie Stan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Here's Regis, who I don't believe this is somebody that we've talked to before. So we'll be on high alert. Regis. So. Hi. No need to be on high alert. I'll be kind. Okay. Yes. Regis, mm-hmm. how are you? I'm doing great. I'm not used to being called Regis. This is like a fake name. Okay. Right. Ah, okay. All right. That's getting a little sauce now. We don't know <laughs> you and you telling us this is a fake name. Okay. Listen. Mm-hmm. Don't even try me, okay? Oh, oh my goodness! Okay, I won't. Okay, what should I'm, we call I clicked you? On, I clicked on Regis's uh, profile here. Regis is at Rennie Stan. They follow me, and Regis's bio is Survivor Baby. As soon as it's fall, Big Brother never existed. Fair. That's their bio. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. So, uh, do, do you want us to call you Regis? Yeah, that that works. Okay. Okay. All right. Reg, well, what do you got? <laughs> Um, so, okay, so I've submitted this idea, it hasn't been read, but I want mm-hmm. to voice it through myself, if that This is, is the voice, so go no for voice. it. voice, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping I can get some chairs to turn. So, it's called Robin Akiva Catch Some Catfish, and it's kind of like a combo of the masked Renapper and What's Your Age Again, where somebody from the Renapper universe appears on screen, let's say it's Puya. And you have three questions to figure out if that is actually Puya or is it somebody pretending to be that person. Mm-hmm. Now, are we hearing their voice? Because that would give it away. It's like the circles, yeah. basically, like we're on text with them. Yeah, or they could use like talk, talk to text or like when you get Siri to speak your messages, mm-hmm. I suppose. Like, are you interested in that? Uh, true. Is this the real mm-hmm. uh, Renap celebrity? Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea. I do think we like it's it's a little bit in the same wheelhouse as the Master Napper, which I don't know the status of. See, right I now. think it's a little more in the wheelhouse of like to tell the truth. Yeah, it's like. Uh... But if we're using like RHP podcasters like the Master Napper, then I do think yeah, that it's is like what a I combination would. of those two. Um, mm-hmm. I like the idea. Actually, I do like the idea. Yeah, actually, I think it's so yeah. Like I feel, I kind of feel like it's yeah, it's a little like this, like uh, the circle. Yeah, that's what inspired the idea for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you want to? You want to like uh, think about it? what? What's? What's? What do you want to do, Akiva? Well, I'm not going to put it on the wheel now. I, I want to hear what the status because 
to me, this is something that would like happen after the master napper. If okay. that is happening. All right. Uh, reach that, uh, you have, uh, earned your place. Like we're here. on shorthand now. Yeah. Reach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great job. I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you so much. Yes. Shout out to cliff hog. Who's here in the Twitter spaces. Shout out to cliff. He should be verified. What are you like? Uh, stop being so stingy Twitter. Okay. All right. Mm hmm. All right. Uh, let's Two say, for one, me okay. and me and the Hogster. Let's say hello to Eli, who another. Uh, I'll say Eli is, um, you know, another another question mark. Somebody that I would say that we don't. I don't think we know uh, Eli mm. uh, personally. Anyone we don't know is que- is a question mark. Yeah, but we'll, if you're a stranger, you're a que- we. They say don't speak to strangers on Twitter Space. My parents always told me that's what they always used to say. All right, let's say hello to Eli, and mm-hmm. and, and and seriously, you know, no funny business. No funny I, business. Eli. I, I can confirm that the bowling meme Akiva was talking about is a real. Yeah. Meme. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> yeah. Play it, Rob. Can you play it for the listener? Who do you think you are? I am. What's it? Pete Weber? Is that his name, Eli? Uh, now you're asking too many questions. Yeah, I think no it's Pete Weber. He's great. Yeah. I, I watched you a, think you are, a I video am. on TikTok recently, and they said that mm-hmm. uh, a guy is either good at bowling. Mm-hmm. Or doing a a different activity that I can't talk about on the podcast. Ah, you can only be but, good at but one you of can them. only be one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eli. Now it seems like yeah. it seems like you should be good at both or neither. I don't know why that's logical, but fine. Um well, for, yeah, the one, one was uh involved a different part of the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we just put that on the wheel? Well, <laughs> well, well. <laughs> which one are you good at? And we guess. Investigate. People come get. We guess. Like, all right, which one are you good at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. well, we're going to find that if I'm good at bowling when I when I go try to beat my 164 high score. Yeah. All right, Eli. What's happening? Uh, not much. I just ordered a burrito. So excited for that. But uh, mm-hmm. okay, keep us posted. Yeah, Rob. You know, Rob hates food talk, so you're off to that yeah. start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Eli, what's happening? This is the lightning round, also, by the way. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'll, I'll I'll go quicker then. But this is uh, based kind of on the get dragged episode and the superhero episode. But what if you did a similar idea, except Rob and Akiva become like WWE wrestlers, and then you could kind of like, what's your gimmick? What are your mm-hmm. moves? What's your entrance mm-hmm. theme? Yeah. Yeah. Now there is a we have a great uh, WWE podcast on RHAP. Yeah. Oh, and Matt Mari's actually. Yeah, Mar- yeah ch- Shout out to Matt Mari from I, the wrestling round. And Matt was Matt was in here before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, I think they that's their shtick. Should we just yeah. go on mm-hmm. the wrestling wrap up? Yeah. Or should or are you or are you suggesting we steal their bit? No. No. Don't steal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if there's enough there for an episode of uh, to make us into uh, professional wrestlers, uh, but maybe it could be something that we talk about uh, d- when uh, we d- get to the Royal Rumble. When we when we're in the Royal Rumble, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Then okay. perfect. I, I'll get an update. Hopefully, that'll be ready by now. I got to speak to Jillian right. about the Royal Rumble. All right, Eli. Thank you so much. Uh, okay. So we have uh, uh, I have Ian and I have Jackson. Uh, that uh, Jackson has mm-hmm. no avatar. I think you need an avatar. You need an avatar. Okay. All right. So I'll go yeah, to Ian, sorry. even though we don't know, even though we don't know yeah. Ian. Okay. Mm-hmm. I keep uh, hitting invite to co-host. I mean, imagine that. Oh my God. All right. All right. Let's uh, in- invite Ian. Okay. 
Hey, Hi. can you hear me? Yes. Ian, how are you? I'm doing well. I actually uh, do know Akiva. I've been on 32 Fans and uh, NGOG. So, uh, You've been on NGOG too? I, I have indeed. I have Akiva, indeed. who's Ian? Uh, Ian is um, he's a friend of the family. Well, by the way, Rob, you're going to be on NGOG soon. I think we're almost on season three, episode seven. Okay. All right. I uh, think so. Uh, Got to work that out with your people. Whose family? Uh, Allie's or your? The, NG- the NGOG family. Oh, okay. And I yeah. guess 32 fans. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm friends with uh, Allie, although I would call her an internet acquaintance if I was talking to her. That's and what she calls me. It's very upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh yeah, and I defended the Cowboys on uh 32 fans in this offseason, so things have been going well since then. Okay. All right. So Ian, what's going on? Uh it's actually weird that uh Tricky brought up 100 beats for Eddie McDowell cuz that kind of relates to my idea. Uh you were worried what's about it, What's branding. it called again? 100 deeds for Andy McDowell? Yeah. Eddie, Mi- Eddie McDowell. Yeah, you were basically yeah. Is it a cartoon Andy or is it or is it real uh, live action? I think it was live action. That wasn't like a show I was super into, but uh, mm-hmm. my idea with the branding is Snick is trash. So, oh, yeah. The Deeds for Eddie McDowd was on Snick. Uh, mm-hmm. While I wouldn't choose this lineup, I think the idea is that when if it were to come up on the wheel, you watch a lineup of Snick, which is a two so what, hour. Can block. you give us some show ideas? Because I'm old and I don't remember what was on there. Yeah, so I think the big one that resonate a lot with like '90s kids are mostly. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Ian. Are '90s yeah. kids people who grew up in the '90s, or were '90s kids people who were, were born in the '90s, but like 1997? I was born in '91. I think that's prime '90s kids. Yeah, it's like because okay. you have both. Both. You're, You're both. both. You're both. Yeah, I was yeah. born in '83. I was not born in the '90s, but I don't really remember much about the '80s. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, remember the '89 earthquake. That's like my first memory. <laughs> the World Series. Well, the World because I was mad. I was at my grandma's house. The World Series was postponed for eleven days. I really have not done much growing since I was six years old. You know, in terms of like my hobbies or anything like that. <laughs> Who are you mad at? God? I like. I guess God. I don't know. Like, it, <laughs> it was, I was like, I want to watch. They're like, all right, the World Series is back in eleven days. Like, what the hell? I don't even care about the, the teams in it, honestly. Okay. All right. Um, so, so this is just another more support for a hundred deeds for Eddie McDowd. No. So I very much like, I think Snick had a lot of great lineups and I would not choose the one that has that on. Okay. So you say Snick is true. Do you know the names of Snick shows off the top of your head? Yeah. 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 I think a lot of the big ones were all that Keenan and Kel. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I know scary stuff isn't your, you could throw in an episode of, are you afraid of the dark? I would do it. Yeah. No, I, I, think, I think this is pretty good. I think this is... Uh, I'll put it on the wheel right now. Well, uh, the, uh, so you don't need to verify and make sure <laughs> that nobody from SNCC is canceled? I mean, but there's a lot of shows. If someone from SNCC is canceled, we do a different <laughs> SNCC show. Yeah, and you have, uh, have Keenan Thompson as... Uh, All right, fine. Face, S- SNCC, SNCC is trash. Okay, we'll put it on the wheel. Okay. There we go. I, we need, really needed one today because the wheel is very thin. Very thin. We really need to put at it's least one show skinny. on. That's very. That's good. It's true. The wheel. You it's need like to eat something. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, someone came to me before my bar mitzvah and was like, "We're only giving you a bar mitzvah present if you gain some weight." So wow. that's like the wheel right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the dumbest thing they ever said. I was like, "All right, I'll gain 120 pounds." <laughs> <laughs> and you got the present. <laughs> 
Yeah, I did get okay. a present. All right, uh, Ian, thank you so much. And let me, and then let me. Okay, Tate is here. Let's just uh, go, go to Tate real quick. Okay, and then we'll, and then we'll spin the wheel. All right, Tate. Okay, let's see. Tate, are you there? All right, here. Yes, comes, I'm yes. here. Hi, Tate. Hi. Tate is our uh, t-shirt maker or hat maker for the Five Timers Club. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Do you design the Seinfeld logo? Yes, the yes. Seinfeld yes, logo. Yes, that's, and, that, uh, that's my favorite one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, awesome! Thank you. Uh, from the uh, that's uh, that, that's the, I have that shirt and I and I uh, love to wear it. You were so, wearing it out. Uh, yeah. You were wearing it out on Instagram stories recently. Yes. Nice. nice uh, all right. All right. So uh, Tate, what's going on? So my idea actually has a, a small tie-in to the last one, building off Keenan Thompson. Um, I'm in like the Gen Z millennial cutoff, like right on the line. But I've just now. Um, SNL has had some like hosts that I'm really into with Rami Malek, Jason Sudeikis, Kieran Culkin, like all the shows being covered on RHAP. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I was thinking maybe yeah. Rob and Akiva um, are live from New York, have like SNL bits. You could like talk about cast members, um, talk about like all time segments, maybe like have a, a group of writers, your own writers. Okay. Um, if okay. you wanted to have the live segment, maybe even do it here on Twitter Space. Yeah. So um, I, I'm not sure necessarily. Like uh, we produce our own SNL. Is the yeah, are we uh, doing like weekend update? What are yeah, we doing? Is the way so, to yeah, go the monologue and then some like topical skits. Like I don't know. I I, I I don't know why I feel like very little. Like I don't care about the current show at all. Mm-hmm. Um. And get Matt know, like, Gorey on as Pete Davidson. <laughs> that, that is actually now you're selling me. Now you're selling me. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I feel I like know. that season three, episode seven of SNL was in the fishbowl at one point. And yeah, we Chester took it out because it was like so Chester stupid. was going to be the guest. Uh, uh, Chester yeah. was going to do something about SNL. It was like too old. It's, it's too old. We don't watch. Now, you were worried that people were going to call us boomers because SNL is such a no, old show. No, it was so old. It's like pre-boomers. It's like boomers mm-hmm. were going to make fun of us. Yeah, boomers were going to make fun of us. <laughs> so I like the idea of doing something with uh with SNL, but I don't know. I if know we have Mike Boyle is like an SNL super fan too, so we'd probably be involved some way. Eh. Mm-hmm. But um, the other mm-hmm. pitch I have is more of like a mechanic pitch. Yes, um, I know right mm-hmm. now. Mechanic pitch. Small. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, fine. Robin, keep become mechanics. <laughs> no, that would be no. good. Um, but no, the mechanics are are my favorite on the wheel, like the fishbowl, the crappy diaper. Um, mm-hmm. And you guys, That's I know us. there's been times where um game shows come up and you're like it sounds good but we already have one um so i thought maybe like a game show spot where you just like if you have multiple game shows at once there's no chance of them like being back to back if they're all in one oh so basically you want a crappy movie diaper uh the game show spot yes that's interesting uh i guess there are times where we want to try to fast track something but i think that that's a good note what so you want bad game shows not bad game shows, but basically we have There's one spot on the show. wheel that's permanently like uh, oh four game, game shows. Yeah, the the game show diaper. Yeah. yeah, we really do need a game show for next week. People send in your game show idea. Yeah, I I it's just basically like well, let's just we, we put the old stuff back on. Like uh, you you know, it's just like there's a game show diaper, and then if it's uh, like something is ready, we put it in there. All right, man. This is, write me ideas this week in yes. the note, and I'll, I'll do that next. Okay, week. that's a good. Also, it doesn't need a catchy name like the fishbowl or the diaper. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll we'll uh, see if people have an idea for that. All right, Tate, thank you so much. Okay, Thanks, thank you. All right, Akiva, I also have an update from Ganjo, who uh, yes. that uh, you had asked, uh, would he consider making the mm-hmm. 
<laughs> accent the positive mm-hmm. uh, idea. And he said yes. no, but he uh, that uh, Gondra did DM me and say that uh, he would be down to contribute. Yeah, because doesn't he make all those games? I feel like it's like the same skill set. You know? Same skill set. Okay. So yeah, I, if he's up for it, then I think. Uh, I and think I'm not sure. And we'll leave it to Gondra if he wants to include the idea of that it's uh, like the voice, and we have uh, we spin our chairs yeah. around if we like somebody. Yeah, Gondra, hit me up on on the end. So we can okay. Talk. All right, keep you ready to talk about what is on the wheel right now. Yes, let's do that. So so the uh, Robin Akiva are uh, the pickup artists. Uh, so you you are still contemplating whether that should be on the wheel. Yeah, I think that'll probably make it eventually, but let's wait one more week. Okay, boy, no, no idea has been as vetted as this one. <laughs> I didn't vet it at all yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I don't do yeah. it this week, then it's on. Yeah, then it's the, on. The, the Mets week. general manager candidates are like, boy, this is like a lot of. Uh, this is very vetted. yeah. Look how that went. Look how that went. The first guy's gone. The second guy's gone. They can't get a third guy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a disaster. Okay. All right. Season three, episode seven. Uh, actually, no, mm-hmm. he's not eligible for this week. Yep. And uh, yep. Because this was a season three episode seven. seven. Okay. The coin flip, the crappy movie diaper, guest choice. Oh, that boy. By the way, guest choice would be awesome. I hope that comes up because Mm -hmm. we're going to pick a random guest that he's, however many people are left. I might go to this guy, Jackson, who has no uh, avatar. No, we're not going to Jackson. He he might get to pick. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Robin Keeva write a kid's book. Okay. Uh huh. Uh, The uh, Robin Keeva movie commentary, Uh, the human lie detector. Okay. Fiverr goes west and five nights Love at it. Fally's. Now, is there anything you're thinking there? Because I know you have a busy week and Thanksgiving. You're a big Thanksgiving guy. Mm-hmm. Hates the turkey, but he loves thing. He loves being Why with his family. Why do you say I hate the turkey? Well, it's food. I'm just joking. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, is there anything you think like? Oh, if that comes up, it's we're not doing an episode for two weeks, basically. <sighs> um, what should I, we root for or against, depending on someone's? Well, stance. is Fallon doing five episodes this week? Good question. Good question. Mm. See, we really need like an Amanda type live on the air. I mean, I mean, she is, she is uh, live. Here, I'm going to look it up, though. I'm going to mm-hmm. look it up. Well, you, you just, yeah. you know. I mean, is is there even an idea we can do this week? Like, there's almost no ideas on the wheel. There's this weird site called Interbridge.com, Rob. Inter- that I remember, but I don't know Interbridge.com. why. I don't remember why I know this, but it has basically been around for like decades and it basically is just a list of who is on every late night show i don't remember like why i seen it but like this truly goes back 20 years this website what is it called it's just like Inter- a list. interbridge.com yeah and there's just like the lineups for every late night show i'm on interbridge.com on that's not what i'm seeing interbridge.com slash lineups and you'll see it interbridge so fallon well, it's next, so it has next week's. So he is doing show. He even has a, a new show on Thanksgiving, which seems bizarre. Mm-hmm. Are but you it sure it's called two- interbridge.com? Yes, I'm so sure. I've never been sure what, of anything. What, how do you spell interbridge.com? There's no way you could spell it wrong. Interbridge.com slash lineups. Is anybody else struggling with this that I am on interbridge.com? Everyone's on it. No, the site's going to crash. Everybody's on it. I'm on interbridge.com. And uh, on that, I see a bunch of uh, different uh, like websites, and then uh, just Google Interbridge and Late Night, and you'll find it. I N T E R, yes, Bridge, yeah, dot com slash backslash lineups. Yeah, that so uh, this is a website design site. 
whatever. Anyway, I'm on the site. Okay. Ooh, Whoopi's on. Oh, we missed Whoopi was on yesterday. We missed Whoopi on mm-hmm. Fallon. That would have been a, a fun. Imagine if we had like Whoopi and Kyle Chandler as the guests. Hmm. Uh, okay. We missed Whoopi. Anyway, uh, this week, uh, Jeremy Renner, Christian Chenna with Haley Steinfeld. Julie, why am I doing a commercial for Jimmy Fallon? Anyway, oh, Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think he's doing Thursday, but not Friday. So I don't know. We do not know yet if Fallon is doing a sh- uh, new shows the week of Monday, November 29th. I would guess he is. Probably is, but we won't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. Okay. So we'll see when we spin the wheel. All right. So, Akiva, let's uh, go ahead. Let's spin and see what comes up. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Here we go. All right, boy. Uh, for the listeners out there, send us your ideas. Uh, go to robinsonwebsite.com slash what? Wheel pitch? Yep. Okay. All right. Here we go. Let's, let's spin and see uh, what's, what's happening. All right. For yep. episode number 157. You're hearing it live. Oh, it is Five Nights at Fally's. Okay. The, the so basically, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, so we can do. Oh, so that's this week. Yeah. So we're watching. Yeah. So we can do that. Okay. We can watch that, right? All what do you think? five nights of. Uh, are we sure? Are there repeats? Ask, what does the inner bridge say? Interbridge does no repeats this week. Oh, actually, um, yeah, Monday through Thursday. We only have to watch four nights at Okay, Fally's. well, four nights at Fally's. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Let's it doesn't see. list Friday. It doesn't list Friday's show. Let's I see. Assume... Well, uh, can we get emojis um, from the from the Twitter spaces chat? What are they, what are they thinking? Because I'm on Interbridge. I'm not it's in this right now. Okay. Uh, so here are the, here are the guests kind for of this a week, okay? Jeremy, Regis Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Jeremy Renner, Christian Jenna, that's that's Jenny Hawkeye. Lewis. Yeah, uh, Haley Steinfeld, Liza Koshy, and Ali Colbert, Julie Bowen, Kiki Palmer, and Zoe Wees, and okay. Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, Sebastian Maniscalco, and Je- the sexiest man alive. Are you sure that's a new episode? Yep, yep. And wow. On Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving, on night. Thanksgiving. Wow. Yep, but I assume he's not doing a Friday show. So it could be four nights at Valley. Four nights at Valley. Do we have to watch the rerun? Should we just watch the rerun? I think we should, we should watch whatever they put on Friday night. Fine. Perfect. Okay. So five nights at Valley is coming next week. Boom. All right. Akiva, what's coming up for you? Um, I got NGOG happening. I think I'm going to record the uh, 32 Fans Patreon episode after this. We got wow. football talk. We have Curb with Josh and, you know, surprise guests. And by surprise, I mean, we haven't found one yet. Uh, that's about it on the three and a half, four and a half, whatever podcast. What about you? What do you have going on this week? Oh, uh, well, I got to watch all of Tiger King uh, to talk about that on uh, nothing but Netflix with Chappelle. That's, that's, uh, a, that's a big, uh, you guys, sometimes you guys have to bite off a big thing, you know, yeah, on nothing yeah. but Netflix. I think it's just five episodes. I, I feel like that uh, they sort of like tried to uh, like uh, take the leftovers and turn it into a new meal. Uh, so that's, I'm sure what happened. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, uh, gonna be uh, diving into that. We'll be having that podcast up uh, for you uh, on Monday, and then uh, all the Survivor. Hannah Shapiro is on the feedback show. Very funny uh, stuff. Sophie Clark uh, on the uh, Survivor recap. So uh, mm-hmm. l- lots, lots of big uh, shows. Oh, it's very exciting. Big, big week on RHP. Thanksgiving week. I remember uh, when I was just a wee lad listening. I was on a long bus trip back from a family member i was going back early before my family so i took the bus yeah and uh i like i was probably not even i don't even think i was an rgb podcaster yet 
maybe I was, uh, listening to you and Andrea Belke talk about Survivor on on Thanksgiving uh, weekend. Yeah, and then I, I did kept me. Yes. Get me company for many hours. Um, I, I do remember that. I actually talked to Andrea a couple times on uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we, we did it. We did it again a couple of years uh, ago. So yeah, all right. We got a, th- a Thanksgiving uh, a f- uh, Survivor feast coming this week. Also, mm-hmm. all right, great. But I'm actually going to record that one on Friday. So all right, but stay on the lookout for that. Thank you, uh, Twitter Spaces, uh, for uh, hosting this week's Renat Mailbag. And uh, you can listen to the sweet sounds of Alexander Chester. Now, are, do you think anybody went to sleep with their Twitter Spaces on? Will this wake anybody up if we play it too loud? Uh, I hope not. I hope not. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Here come man in black. Alright, check it. Let me tell you this in closing. Although it might seem imposing, but trust me, if we ever show in your section, believe me, it's for your own protection. Because we see things that you need not see, and we be places that you need not be. So go with your life, look at the Roswell crap show, look to the black suit, because that's the man in. Why was Roswell a crap show? Yeah. Is saying that's like a sloppy job? I'm not sure. Like the men in black, like look down their nose at Roswell, how they handle it. Anti Roswell, Area 50, whatever it's called. Area 49, 51, 51. Mm-hmm. I guess the 51st day. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.